0: Welcome to uh, Crone Country Farms, this is a special edition, uh, I think this is episode 19. Uh, we have John Bretan and Chris uh, Dietrich here, or did I say that right? Yeah, Dietrich, that's it. Dietrich. And uh, yeah, we're talking about the 40th anniversary of the Skyline 50K, which took place yesterday, August 7th, 2022. Um Race directors Adam Ray of Cena Performance. And uh, that's about all I know about the race. So I'm going to hand it over to John and Chris to, uh, well, actually, let me, I'll start with a question. Um, how many 50Ks have you guys done? And you can just take turns on that.
1: <laughs> well, this is my second 50K. In fact, it's my second race since sixth grade cross country. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm a novice. <laughs> but um yeah, how about you John? What's your number? Where are you at? Um I actually don't know. I gotta go to my <laughs> ultra
2: sign up page. I have 77 races in Ultra Sign Up, but not all are fifty Ks. Um maybe a third of them are fifty K's, I'll guesstimate. So let's say twenty to thirty fifty Ks.
0: <laughs> I think. Wow, I have one fifty k under my belt. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, you I'm almost not,
2: got one last weekend on Saturday.
0: Uh, yeah, of d- course. <laughs> 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 so um, this takes place. Uh, how do you say that? Lake Shabbat? Shabot. Shabot.
2: Lake Shabot. It's uh, part of oh, the cool. East Bay Regional Parks District of the San Francisco Bay Area. The whole spine of the east bay hills uh comes to a little dip i think where 580 cuts over so that's one of the lower points of it i don't think you get another lower point until you get to like where 680 cuts over at the altamont pass so this is just just south of oakland a little bit southeast of oakland and so you get up into the hills looking down into oakland
1: yeah it was all new trail for me and it was quite gorgeous and um, yeah, just kind of the same kind of terrain that I'm used to running over here in Moraine, but just brand new scenery. And it was
0: spectacular. So yeah. um, what was the coverage like? Was it trees uh, open?
1: Um, I would a lot of shaded tree areas and, uh, you know, a, a mix of both. Um, some beautiful redwood groves and um, the lake itself is kind of like paved bike path around there so the start and the finish um you get kind of your classic paved bike path with wooded trees around the edges type of thing um and then there's a couple open ridges with some incredible views like the oakland airport and um yeah it's really cool ridge to run um and then yeah i would say mostly covered in different um different types of wooded areas like a nice oak forest yeah it was Gorgeous. and there was a lot of fog too so it was nice and cool for most of the day it was perfect
0: so i'm looking at
2: your race profile chris you ran <laughs> exactly at 5 30
1: <530. laughs> on the dot i at- shipped 25 minutes off my pr it was great <laughs>
2: according sure. to your strava your, your strava time from when you started and stopped i'm assuming you used your phone
1: uh, mm-hmm.
2: was 5 30 59 and your 50% mark the halfway of the distance recorded by your phone, which was just a bit over 33 miles. Which is interesting because that's what my watch clocked for this race last year. I got hmm. 33 something miles, so I wonder if there is a little bit of a you got to run all the tangents or it's a long race. <laughs> the um, you hit halfway of your recorded distance at 2:30:59. Hmm. So Yeah, it a
1: blind eye, it's a fine die classic
2: Well, actually that that's not too far. You did a 2:30 for the first half and 3 hour for the second half. Exactly. So that's that's respectable.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. Uh it was I mean, those last 4 or 5 miles were pretty rough <laughs> it was kind of the opposite experience from my first one i feel like john john tricked me into doing my first 50k like four months ago and uh ran the whole thing with me like a true buddy And it was awesome it was amazing um
2: raining and, uh, for half the time right
1: yeah
0: and, <laughs> and what was that 50k
1: the woodside crossover um down in woodside uh, which is tons of redwoods and really soft and, cushy and just a beautiful course as well even though it was all socked in and we didn't get all the views that was awesome but that one I feel like I had some energy left heard it was only three miles to the finish I was like man let's let's empty the tank and started turning up the speed so I think I did the opposite this time I went out a little bit faster and man those last three four miles I was I definitely (laughs) was a struggle Um, but yeah all in all definitely more runnable course this um, Skyline 50k was almost entirely run. There were a couple of pitches in the second half that I did some power hiking up, um, but for the most part it. Um, very runnable. So
0: that, wow, that big field I, I see 229 runners. It's a, a lot of runners. Um, There's a lot, lot of like 95 finishers,
2: a lot of fast locals. So up at the top uh, who used to be local Chikara, I He used to live in the city, another local, very fast runner um man what was his finish time 336 wow and he was almost 20 minutes Whoa. ahead of uh, number two we got oh david tran that's a that's a great race for him uh just under four hours at 359 uh patty o'leary patty i wonder patty has it in him to. i think if you were to put him
0: he's a gypsy guy right i've seen that P- patty name.
2: patty is a patty's an international
0: uh elite ultra runner
2: uh he lives oh, in the city okay <laughs> um he he works at ucsf uh he's got a phd in some biomedical science uh, and he started running this trail races late 20s um he's in his mid 30s now and he's been on he's been running races all year uh, in Ireland, where he's from. He'll be at CCC, the 100K version of UTMB, in a few weeks. So I wonder if he was trying to stay fresh for that. Um, but Patty head-to-head with Chikara, I really think Patty is probably a bit faster uh, than Chikara, though Ch- Chikara is elite level by many standards. Um, Looking at that list, Carl Schneider, another local guy who always puts down solid performances. Jean Pommier, he'll race like every weekend, and he'll always be up there in the top I've 20 or the top 10.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: Jean Pommier, he's a, he's a great guy. I rented his uh, his apartment in Chamonix when I was over there. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> he, he, He's an awesome guy. Oh, Verity, Verity Bream. Uh, I, saw, I met yeah, it. Verity. Was she
0: she yeah top? Was she top female? Let's see. We got. Uh, uh, let's go. I don't see gender on here. Uh, she Isabel was Diaz.
2: So she's another Tamalpa runner. Um, uh, Christina uh, Randrup from Seattle. I see. So, but she she was up there, possibly on the podium with it, and she's uh, yeah. I mean, I. I Tell all the cross-country boys at MA that Verity our head track coach, would probably be our third or fourth uh, fastest varsity boy if she were on the team. So, so they'd
0: better get so, running. Chris, I need to clarify here. You have no Skyline Gate uh, split or Clyde uh, Woolridge split? Uh, I don't know what that even means. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if that is either.
1: <laughs> they were
2: getting uh, the chip times from your, your bib, and it oh. just didn't didn't go through. Interesting.
1: It's because um. I probably sweat right through it and corroded it <laughs> into not working. My God. <laughs> so how how
2: was the it how was the, the temperature for you yesterday? I did the half and definitely halfway through the half marathon at about nine fifteen for me, I realized
1: this is warmer than I thought it would be. Yeah, you know, it's cooler than most of my runs. So honestly, I was, you know, we started earlier and had a lot of fog and it stayed fairly cool. Um, yeah, right when I was kind of like hitting the wall and uh, it was open and exposed, like those last several miles were warm for sure. It got up there. Um, so that black top, the last two miles on the black top with the heat was pretty intense. Just wondering uh, where the marina is. Is it around the next turn? Is it around the next turn? Oh, the... <laughs> well, yeah, seriously, I'm like running around the lake. I'm like, where could they possibly put a, a boat dock here? I'm... <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I think, you know, all in all, I'm used to running in like the blazing heat. I'm an afternoon after school runner and usually run pretty exposed trails. So, um... Pushing a double stroller. It's true. That is on my trails form of... <laughs>
0: This is interesting Uh, results. I see. uh, So Jason's at six hours. Jason's a pretty good runner. Jason Um, will be
2: all over the place. I never base anything for a race (laughs) on how Jason did because the conditions can be horrible and he'll have a PR and then conditions can be amazing. And he's just there's something.
0: I want to say he was 255 Boston or. Yeah, he's. Yeah. So that's surprising. Maybe he he ran 100 miles the day before or something.
2: Well, he's a funny guy because as a college, he ran in college at UMass, I think is where he went, and then he PR'd in his 50K two years ago. So go figure, you're running college, but not realizing, oh, you know, you're going to hit your PR, your 50K, in your 40s. And who knows? Maybe you'll hit another one.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's so. what I'm looking for. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, but this was definitely it's it's a go-to race in many ways I think for a lot of local runners because it's a fast course as 50Ks go, very runnable, and it's um it's often part of the PA USATF Ultra Grand Prix. So sometimes there's a tiny bit of prize money or some other kind of recognition. Hmm. This yeah it's a cool field, so what how How did this feel compared to the 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 woodside fifty k in terms um, of yeah. the first five miles
1: oh interesting um the first five miles well, the woodside to me was like a lot more sustained climbing, so which translated into a lot more power hiking um and for this one, like, I feel like those those climbs are just spread out over more miles. You know, the, those vertical feet are spread out over more miles so that it's the pitches are a little bit less steep and it's more runnable. Starting out with so many people running around on a bike path where there's people enjoying their Sunday morning. It was kind of a funny scene.
0: Um, yeah, Chris, can you paint the, the st- so what time did it start? And it was what was the. Yeah. It was like a park or like
1: a, uh, what
0: what was it it like? It was
1: like a regional park, you know, you pay your $5 entry fee. I got one of the last 10 parking spots. I showed up about 15, 20 minutes before the race time started. Uh, I saw your car. (laughs) (laughs) It was like right there, one of the last ones. Um, And you, you just go down to a beautiful lawn barbecue area where they've got, you know, the whole scene set up. And we're off and running, you know. Uh, just hanging out for about 10-15 minutes and it's just a lot of people um a lot of people moving through that you know start gate um and then running around on concrete for a good mile or two I actually chose the small little strip of dirt to the left the whole way around there because I think impact is my biggest like thing that I'm dealing with over the course of such a long race So, so trying to soften up the landing for for my clunky ass running style um and, yeah, and then not too long after that, we made it to the uh, a golf course. So kind of ran around a golf course where there's a whole bunch of people getting ready to do their thing. And I had a funny thought. I'm like, oh, man, this is like golf in two different flavors, right? Like <laughs> John compares distance running to golf because it's like, you know, you leave the family and go do your thing for the go, day. Go out, leave <laughs> <like>, family. Oh. <laughs> um, And yeah, and then, you know, started climbing up some fire roads that are just, you know, very Bay Area vibe. (laughs) You know, you get the bay trees and the oak trees and a couple little redwood groves. um,
0: Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. Yeah,
1: that first ridge was a lot of eucalyptus. It's just gorgeous. Um, And yeah, having similar, like familiar feeling trails, but having it all be 100% new trails was just super, super fun. Um, but a lot, a lot of energy, like, you know, the race day energy, I've only felt that twice so far. And like, it was, it was happening. Like there's a lot of excitement and, um, a lot of good vibes there at the start. It was really cool. Did you feel people
2: took off faster in this race than the Woodside 50k? Man, it's hard to say. Cause I know I did. <laughs> I know I some guys like... are go- going out at a six minute pace because they're thinking this is flat road for the start i am going to just get that not quite bank the time but run a pace where it's possible
1: yeah no there was definitely some quickness but i think uh, since there were so many more people it's kind of interesting like for the first several miles you're running with folks before it thins out right so like kind of figuring out who your pace and pack is was kind of an interesting experience
0: um and then Did, did you have people you knew chris like uh at the start
1: no, total lone wolf <laughs> I bet was... you have people you know now after finishing it well and it's funny you mentioned Verity uh because I met her I ran with her for uh, several miles and saw her at the finish line we parked next to each other and she lives in Dacasia, so I, like got to. it okay. and you said she's an MA track coach or a... she's the she is currently the head MA track and field coach that's so funny we didn't even get that far in the conversation she was just like <laughs> giving me some pointers about how I can clean up my terrible running style. I was like, <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. That's the kind of help I need. Um, super cool. Yeah. Um, also, while we were running, she liked my outfit. So that was great. I <laughs> had my big purple hat on. She thought that was good. She's um, got a knife for fashion. Um, <laughs> yeah. she, so she was super cool and helpful. Um but yeah, no, I didn't know anybody. I knew John would be there, but I thought I'd miss him because his race started far after mine and being as quick as he, he is, I'm he was going to be back home before I was even off the course. Um, so
0: this is interesting because like Chris sounds like, um, you know, you're not you're not like uh, 30. You're you you're like an um, older guy, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. uh, almost 40. And like, um, yeah, you're doing 50 Ks, just jumping into them. So is is John the influence here, or or were you just like, uh,
1: what yeah, what was a the, uh
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> a big instigator? Well, let's see. I've been like casually running for some years now. Um, at pushing the kids in the stroller when Bowie was a little baby, I'd like run him up to the lakes and stuff, and um, that, that was a that was a kind of a starting point. And then I I didn't really start turning up the miles until, like i made a big uptick. My brother-in-law challenged me to a Strava competition who could log more miles. And um, no one has willingly provided a butt for me to kick in decades. So I was all over it. (laughs) So that kind of a challenge isn't like who can run more miles. It's like who can make the biggest lifestyle change to log the most miles. Right. So I tried to sneak it in after school and John was you know, watching me on straw. And he's like, Oh, you should, you should run some races. And he kind of helped so me get here. Like I,
0: is I the bat is the battle even close or are you just crushing no. your brother-in-law?
1: No, isn't no there
2: a vert component too, like <laughs> <laughs> a vertical gain for the year as well?
1: Yeah. How many miles and how much vert? And he lives in Portland, which that was silly for him because it's pretty flat over there. Um, no, no, the, the race isn't even close anymore, but I think the, the lifestyle shift that we were both hoping for from a friendly competition definitely helped. Um, and then, yeah, so, like, I, 17 miles was the most I'd ever run. And I was like, man, I cannot imagine going to 20. I don't want to take another step. And John's like, well, let's go run 20 together. So, like, I think in January or something like that, he, you know, we ran 20 miles together. And it um, been slowly. I've, in February, I, like, did an, uh, an impromptu, maybe not totally impromptu, but after the kids went to bed, I did a marathon just to see if I could run 26. Not too long after, John, and I'm like, all right, what's next? So kind of upping up the distances uh, slowly but surely. And then he's like, oh, yeah, 50K, why not? And so John was training for the Miwok, and my target 50K pace was his target 100K pace. So it was a match made in heaven. (laughs) So we ran that together, and once that was done, I just needed something else to keep running for, honestly, just to do it again, I think, you know. It's it's also in your,
2: I think it's in your I don't want to say like your constitution, but in your in your mental constitution and in your in your blood where you you were an athlete in college, that's true, and and you like trails, mountains out and outdoors, yeah. So your 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 college background, uh, how many? You
1: were a rower, right? Yeah, I was a rower in high school, and I ro- rode one year for Cal Crew. And there was always a running component in crew practices. Like, I mean, you know, maybe once a month, there'd be some sort of run to try and break up the monotony of rowing a boat all the time. Um, And I was, you know, never last, never first, but towards the front in all the teams. And I liked running. um, I did, you know, cross country in middle school, which I thought was fun. But um, yeah, I mean, I really, especially with like in lockdown and like being trapped at home type of situation like going out and spending several hours on the trails is super fun and my kids like it too like being pushed in the stroller up and around the watershed marin and um getting bombed down the hills like they're they're super into it so it's you know it's a it's a fun activity and i i do like the like well if i can do that what can i do next kind of mentality it's similar to being a musician I, i'm a musician is my my main deal or a music teacher um and that's kind of like how you what's the next step where you take your skills next because there's really kind of like an endless capacity for
0: growth and do, do you find a connection um of- in the running i mean there's like the metronome or like I, I don't know how to what what are the connections there between like you know passion for music uh passion for running do you see yeah. that
1: Yeah, for sure. They're definitely connected. Yeah, so like the steady rhythm of running would be like an obvious connection for sure. But I think also like being in the moment, like, you know, when you're playing music with other people, like being right there in that moment and listening and connecting and, you know, there's so many different complex operations happening in your mind um, and letting your mind wander to different times and spaces doesn't usually help too much. Uh, Just being right there present is great. And so there's kind of like that, you know, Similar, if you're going to be running all day long, like it's kind of you
0: so, know, so in Skyline, that's that's a really good um comment because uh, I just did a marathon and I had a couple, well, I had one good lapse of time that I only recall because I got lost, <laughs> <laughs> and and I, we were talking about this yesterday, uh, John and I, um, have, and so so the question is. Uh, when you're just in that state of, um, and maybe you you get the same state when you play music and you're just really relaxed and everything's just there's a good flow. Do you lose track of time easily? Like, say, twenty thirty minutes goes by and it's like, what what happened? Where was that? Totally. You're yeah. Yeah. talking
2: to the guy that is uh, he'll play,
1: but everybody else on stage, I think, needs a break.
0: Rotates <laughs> in <laughs> and rotate, <send> out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, the perception of time is is very much different. And, you know, it d- yeah, I mean, time I is a crazy they- thing to experience over a long period, like, you know, like getting older and like the feeling of something accelerating. But like, you know, having a chunk of like six hours that now gets burned into your memory as like this big experience, like that's an that's a interesting way to experience time altogether. And then, yeah, like, you know, 10 miles could have gone by and i could have been you know really just thinking about whatever like one specific song or one you know whatever wherever your mind goes and um yeah the perception of time is just super distorted and warped and it's beautiful it's awesome and also like your body's like all right when is this going to be over and like there's no advantage in trying to think about when that's actually going to happen like running the mile you're in really just feels like the best way to get to the next mile um so yeah like the your mind gets in a pretty cool spot
0: that's awesome, yeah. I I love it, and I and I know there's probably all sorts of um, psychology. There's probably um, chemicals in our brain that are protecting ourselves. You know, like when we're doing a really long event or something really painful, um, it's probably somewhere in there in our DNA. Is like, but I but I wasn't miserable like the other day. You know, I was having a good time, so. It was just I was just in a in a zone, I guess. <laughs> uh but I think I think the two are very close, right? Like uh uh protecting oneself and then and then also um just enjoying the moment, like you said. So yeah, yeah that's, that's 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 great. So so how are you on splits for this? Were you like um well, did everything go as planned? Or was I got it them all uh, up here?
2: Your fastest split. <laughs> Looks like it was a uh, mile mile thirteen a uh, seven fifty per mile seven fifty for that mile, and it was a big nice. downhill that's on the the way out. It must have been on one of the single tracks before the the far north leap totally uh
1: yeah, I don't even know if I had a plan I think my plan I think John what stuck with me is John said that uh I left. You know, speed on the table at our first one just because of how I hit the last three miles. He's like, Whoa, why are we running this fast? We could have gone faster. I'm like, Oh, okay, good to know. Um, And so, like, you know, I, I, it's funny how I run. Like, I'm definitely in my own zone, in my own thing. But if I see people ahead of me, I'm like, Are they moving away from me or am I getting closer to them? So I I did, (laughs) like, just curious. And like, and then I just, you know, so I, I, I was definitely trying to, you know move forward and see how far ahead in the field i could get i guess i don't know um and yeah i i cramped way early like not too long after that split i'm like whoa i should not be feeling cramps yet and i I just kind of got behind still on the way out before the turnaround still on the way out and i was like oh that's not good um so i tried to you know I think that was the thing that went not according to plan, and so I was contending with that for a long, long time.
2: So um, so nutrition-wise, what did you bring with you,
1: and then what were you grabbing from aid stations? I, I, I like the goo gels. That's what I was grabbing. I brought those salt caps, those like little salt capsules, um, and I think I just started those too late. I was feeling too good uh, for two um, Uh
0: What flavor of goo? Uh, I'm a chocolate fan. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I went i'm a vanilla killed. bean guy myself
1: vanilla's delicious uh Man. i have a special spot for goo in my heart uh at cal crew they were the guinea pigs for a lot of the goo products um and they had like special little levels they have
0: different chocolate types it's not different just chocolate yeah.
1: and you we can buy the rock stuff now but for a while it was not available and then there's like another level like goo raspberry that only the varsity oh.
0: guys got no. Oh, no, yeah sorry I... It's I, a have whole to, I have to stand against that. No raspberry.
2: <laughs> no, no fruit, no fruit
1: flavors. It's the only single flavor, but it was like it wasn't even it was loaded with like way more stuff than the rockane stuff. It's like, goo crack it was the it was the top level and it only came in raspberry and only the varsity boat got to take it (laughs) so goo for me i I have a soft spot in my heart
2: it was Uh, in a little package right it wasn't like injected in the butt or something like that. no there's no injections It was in the
0: package oh so so, a rod's uh, vitamin injections (laughs) hydration vest or or those um water bottles i have bottles on a belt Okay. which
1: i think i i don't know that's what i did for our first one too um just because there's so many aid stations um i you know like i said my running form is a little clunky and hunched so having more weight on the top of my body is doesn't help it so much and having like a little lumbar support was kind of nice um and so i think i can take the bottles in and out pretty quick it's got a pocket for my phone and so that's what i was what i was doing um yeah i we'll see i I might switch back to the vest. I did a very long run two weeks ago in preparation for it and used the vest uh, very successfully. Oh, in, that's... Uh, did you feel any of those
2: miles from about... It was about two weeks ago? You did yeah. the, the Kalalau Trail on North Shore of right. Kauai. Did you feel
0: oh, this is any Kal-Alao- impacts from
2: that, Kalalau? I'm the, not the saying Kal-Ala. right. this,
0: is, yeah. this is the guy that did that? Yes. Oh, yes. And this is two weeks <laughs> after? yeah <laughs> oh well, well we gotta start the whole thing over okay so i'm kidding i'm kidding but like 20 <laughs> so two weeks so two weeks before you did and and tell me about okay we can't it's gonna be like a whole nother thing but like how how far was that how much elevation was that um
1: on paper it's 11 each way but we parked a mile earlier to get a you know a parking lot spot without a permit um so 24 and then my phone always gives me a few extra miles so i don't know my phone said 27 um about 6,000 feet of elevation um and man talk about gorgeous yeah on hawaii in the hawaii climate
0: that sounds (laughs) that actually sounds really um it's actually i think good you kind of if he took that easy um then that's a good builder for this 50k exactly i
1: I mean that's a bucket list item i mean i've wanted to check out that trail forever i saw john run it on strava a year ago and i was like oh man i gotta do that and um yeah it's very different experience than the Skyline 50. well not only just scenery and climate and all that but like it's up down up down there's no like level spot to get a real rhythm going at all so it's just very heavy on the legs a lot of impact and just um yeah it's adventuring you know you're you're out there like there's no calling for help which is kind of fun <laughs> there's like... that's funny i just realized you did it
2: the reverse of the way i did it you did the kalalau before this i did this race i think six days before the kalalau
1: <laughs> oh uh, there you go that's hella funny.
2: <laughs> the, the, the race is my prep for the trail
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the trail the a trail uh, man it's it it's perfect everything about it the whole experience is perfect it it was a long day i think we were on our feet for nine hours and moving forward for at least seven and change and um yeah i did that one with my brother-in-law we called a truce and ran that one together (laughs) (laughs) um yeah 10 stars for that one for sure but totally got me ready in in a like i mean that was longer on my feet um a lot more impact and it felt good to get a, a a rhythm and a stride going on this race so i feel like i got some uh a good counterbalance and it made me just really appreciate getting into like you know the stride of a, of a long 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 run so i'm
2: curious in the middle of this but whenever i'm in a 50k um when you do an out and back it's very clear where your halfway point is <laughs> um, with this it's a little different it's uh the race course has that bigger loop where you swing wider on the golf course at the beginning and you got I think it's um yeah you are at 18 miles the turnaround where you're at the farthest north point of the course whereas the halfway point is you're actually not at the turnaround. You just started the the northern loop of the course. <laughs> so were you looking at your phone? And thinking, okay, I'm at the halfway point now. Now, all you know, I'm every mile. I'm closer to that finish. Um, or did you have some kind of mental boost or thought kicking in when you hit that last? I think it's the uh, the Skyline Gate in mm. Redwood Regional Park in Oakland, where you really do start turning around and then heading south again. Did you have any thoughts at those points?
1: No, I mean from my Strava comparison experience on the call Trail. I realized that my phone wasn't being totally accurate, um, and so I, I wasn't checking for distance. I would look down occasionally for at the time because I was like I knew. So my first one was 5:55, and I figured I'd be faster than that because it was just it was more runnable, and so yeah, I had it budgeted to one. And then I just kept looking at the time and using that as kind of like a general bad line and I realized I was moving faster so I was like oh maybe I can do 530 was kind of like the number I had in my mind um and then at the aid stations I'd be like how far is it (laughs) 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 I'd rather ask someone and have them tell me and um and so yeah I'd stop and get get refilled and just you know kind of use those markers as a and then also the, the day before I looked at how far each aid station was from one to the next so I could kind of get an idea like you know you know i have a i know how long it takes to run a mile on the trail how long it feels to me you know so i think that was my main thing and the only time i ever busted out the phone was to switch songs or playlists and,
2: uh, so you were you were so, listening to stuff on oh this, for most
1: on this. of it yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah that's good stuff so are you spotify guy or or how yeah. are you listening to music okay so what I mean, were you listening uh, to uh
1: well i i'm a spotify guy also i'm a really big fish fan and so i
0: subscribe oh my gosh oh shout out to chad kadoff (laughs) uh friend of mine he has been to like 108 fish shows
2: nice Mm, what's your number chris
0: (laughs) (laughs) i you Uh, know i've lost probably do you know who (laughs) chad kadoff is I don't think I do, but yeah, maybe I'd I, recognize I get a... be like that guy. <laughs> yeah, you would probably recognize him. He's been to like every show since yeah, like... Yeah, say... I've
1: been to a lot of shows. All the ones that are within a reasonable distance. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm 60, 70, somewhere around there. Um, okay. And yeah, so I, I listened to their streaming service too and made some playlists and yeah. Um, this time it turned out that I mostly wanted to be listening to um, kind of like a beat driving pop music was kind of the vibe I was feeling. I put on some, some, some fish shows and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, you can never predict what your music taste is going to be on a given day. At least I can't because I like so much different music. And so, yeah, I caught a vibe with some, some. It's <laughs> cool. Kind of like Let's see you probably itky. had really good
0: reception the whole way because I lost reception when I was running and I was stuck in a reggae channel. I was listening to, <laughs> which I like to listen to. Um, And so I was like, okay, listening to the same song over. And uh, yeah, it was. Well, flying
1: to Kauai, I failed to download enough music and had like two albums I was listening to. So in preparation for this, for possibly spotty service, I downloaded several playlists just to make sure that I could have some variety at my fingertips that I learned my lesson. Um, Yeah. And that was great. I mean, I typically run with music uh when i'm pushing the double bob which is most of my miles or at more than let's half
0: let's see that's that's him with sunglasses on if you can see the picture there <laughs> right on does that, that does he look great. familiar
1: at all <laughs> i don't think i've met him before but i'm sure we'd get along swimmingly <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah he, he could he recites everything from let's see i might have a better picture these are ter- these are funny pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, he's a huge, huge fish guy. Just I love crazy, it. Crazy fish guy. The deep awesome. rabbit
1: hole to fall into, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, and so I usually have a Bluetooth speaker on the stroller with the kids and, like, bumping all kinds of stuff. So, like, music right. is usually a big part of the running experience for me. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I So when I do, like, um, just a neighborhood run. I'll listen to like podcasts a lot of talking and stuff but then when it's really long i can't just listen to talking the whole time i need some music so mm-hmm. i know i'll, I'll kind of mix it up so yeah
1: that's cool sometimes uh, it messes with uh the rhythm of breathing and i have to stop it i'll start oh. like cramping up because i'm like listening so much to the beat and if it's not in line with what i'm doing it can actually be counterproductive that happened at one point, I had to stop the music and like, get back into like running rhythm. Um, yeah,
2: I, th- I remember coming into the finish of Quicksilver 100K one year, listening to Britney Spears, and it kept me going. My my last three miles were my fastest miles that race, and I think I was I was top 20. I think uh, with an even like 12 hours for that 100K. But, yeah, Britney, Britney kept the pace.
0: <laughs> uh, right. I had- yeah, I had Eminem. I was trying to get Eminem near the end because it kind of pumps me up a little bit. I'm not. I don't listen to Eminem. I don't. It's just. It's just. It, I I did along like 20 years ago, but like uh, no, it's great. Like uh, kind of pumps me up near the finish. But I couldn't get it on the thing, and then it then all of a sudden like I get reception, and it just like I, I start I'm,
1: listening. To it. <laughs> someone was bumping Eminem I, I on, am. The on the lake way out. It was echoing across the lake someone was really feeling Eminem on a boat <laughs> on lakeshore lake. boat as we, yeah. yeah as we were heading out the like, first or second mile i was like all right
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's cool yeah. i like Indeed.
2: it yeah so what at what point did you feel you were mo- most in that i want to say there's a lot of fire out in this course but on the northern part you got a lot of single track at what point did you really feel is the phrase i like is trail surfing like you just mm. the single track was guiding your way and you could just lock into the rhythm of that single track um middle, did you feel like all right you spent it all early and uh, at what point did you feel like okay i gotta rally and 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 finish this race
1: Man, there is several uh, just incredible single track sections. Um, a Redwood one in particular, just before the Skyline Gate. Um, and then this cool descent after the turnaround um, that was mostly downhill, but very surfy, flowy. Um, and that was pretty fun, too. And it was, it's cool because you could focus on footwork instead of, like, <laughs> survival. <laughs> like definitely like that was a fun section. Um, and I felt fantastic. I knew I was like in a little bit of trouble. Um, when I felt cramps, like, I don't know, that's maybe like 13, 14 miles in. I was like, Oh God, this is way too early for this to be happening. Um, and so I had to, you know, stop for a minute and like stretch out. Um, and, and I was feeling really, I was kind of running with a group in the, you know, two thirds to three quarters of it. And I felt like a solid pace. Um, Verity was in that group as well. And then all of a sudden, just, I got smoked by all three of the people in there. They just (laughs) took off and I was like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm dying here. There's a couple of pitches like three quarters of the way and that I definitely had to walk. And, um, and then at the last second to last aid station, like six miles to go, um, I mean, my legs were shot, and I realized that I had gone out harder and didn't have enough left. It was like the opposite experience, and that's where I really realized I had to rally. So that final little move through the Redwood Groves and back down to the lake, and then getting around the lake just (laughs) felt like an eternity. (laughs)
2: It's like you're back, but you're not. You realize, oh, I'm back. There's a finish. Wait, it's on the other side of the
1: lake. (laughs) side of the lake and there's a dam. damn the (laughs) damn like um and it was interesting because that a lot of movement happened i felt like i was alone or with like one or two people for the majority of the day and at that spot like just before you come back to the lake i was passed by two or three people running really fast and i passed two or three other people so like a lot of things were coming to a head in that last little section there everybody's having
2: different conversations with themselves in their heads <laughs> during that last mile and a half
1: <laughs> yeah that it was it, totally the opposite experience whereas at the skyline or sorry at the, um, the woodside crossover uh the last four miles are all downhill and i felt trail. like we'd been running a nice like you know i i had energy left so i started running really fast and it's just kind of like the complete opposite experience like i was it slowed down significantly those last several miles <laughs> it's just like let's let's make it to the end please. now
2: did you have like in the, in that woodside 50k and this must have been like 10 miles in you said something you said your knee started feeling funky and you never <laughs> felt it before and this is amazing you 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 grabbed some stinging nettle from the trail and rubbed it on your knee and then popped and like an Advil. What did you
0: just? And say, then
2: you were fine. Did
0: stinging nettle
1: and put it on his knee.
2: <laughs> yes, true.
1: That's a fact. So
2: it's is a fact. This,
1: which is, this, uh, is an amazing is like, like hip, example hip, of like,
0: ultra uh, problem solving. Herbal <laughs> remedy we, we don't know about. It...
1: Uh, I mean, it worked. <laughs> and the reason I thought it would work, I grew up in a pretty hippy trippy little like elementary school preschool situation. We did nature walks all the time. I knew what sting, stinging nettle was and what. It, what it looked like and the herbalist I grew up with she was one of my teachers when I was a little kid she's like yeah you know it's like it's not that big of a deal if you touch it it stings for a little bit but it actually wakes up your nervous system and uh and I that was ingrained in me and so like my knee like I was like two or three miles in and I'm like oh shit what is going on my knee hurts oh like, it's that early I <laughs> it hurts like we were going up one of those first things I'm like my knee feels terrible Um, and then, you know, I think like five, six, seven miles in, I saw one, I was like, it's not going to make it any worse. And so, yeah, I popped a couple of Advil, which I brought with me and then grabbed a thing of stinging nettle and just rubbed it on my knee and it just burned in a beautiful way. My skin was burning, but my knee itself stopped and I was cool for the rest of it. I think the Advil then kicked in and I guess it makes for a good story too. (laughs)
2: Well, so exactly. That's what I say a lot about ultra running is you learn how to problem solve problem solve mm-hmm. literally on your feet like okay the goal here is finish. how am i going to make that happen how i'm going to keep moving in a way that's not going to destroy me if i were writing a script for a movie or a tv show like that's exactly what i would write the singing nettle oh there's some kind of herb on the trail this is it this is the ultra runner <laughs> problem solving this is this is what we do um was there anything in skyline where you thought okay this isn't going according to plan. What am I going to do to fix this? Make this work. Make you know. I I need to make some changes to how I'm approaching this day. Did you have any moments like that?
1: It's like the salt situation. I knew I was behind it, so I just started opening those capsules into my mouth. <laughs> That's what
2: I did. <laughs> you know, like, what, take, what, did you what, did you take off your, the uh, membrane? In... What, what,
0: what was your salt capsules? What, what were you? Uh... The salt stick, like little.
1: Caps that you can break okay. open. That have that's, that's the one John has been <laughs> popping towards me <laughs> on runs. i was like, that's so I yeah, I just realized like, oh man, okay, I, I need more salt. That's my problem. I sweat so much, and the, I, I figured that was my cramping issue. And so yeah, I just instead of taking one per hour, I just like took two of them, broke them open in my mouth, drank them down with some of the electrolyte water, and then repeated several times over the next hour and, and i mean it helps and um but i was having cramps um like both sides of my lower leg like shin and calf but i'm like what the fuck is going on i can't move my leg in any direction so that was really the thing and the problem solving there was just to like you know make sure my legs could keep working because stopping and not finishing was my wife brought all three kids to the finish to watch me finish come on so did, you, did you drive out there oh. First on your own, and she came hero. Wow! <laughs> yeah, <That's> exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Apparently, my oldest was asking. She, <laughs> he's like, "Mom, do you think Dad's going to walk across the finish or run?" <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> and uh, she had a lot of faith in my abilities. She said, "Run!" And indeed, I ran across the finish line. I'm glad I delivered on that front. But yeah, That's I mean, awesome. like, finishing is essential. It has to happen. So, yeah, power down the salt. You know. It, it was. You had, a,
0: you had a very good time. I'm. I'm. I think that's a great time for. I 50k and and doesn't sound like you're. Running a lot. Uh,
2: 30th I mean, place out of uh,
0: 229 finishers. Awesome. That's yeah. that's that's excellent. Thank so, you. Yeah. Are you, what was your mileage like weekly for? Like leading up to mm-hmm. it. I've been
1: well. I'd say 25 has been around the goal and I'll have some weeks where it's a lot less and some weeks where it's more up to 50, I think has been my biggest week at 47, something like that.
0: You're like Uh, a natural.
1: Yeah. And so yeah, like five miles a day is kind of like the goal. And Mm -hmm. you know, I usually fall short of that for a minute there. I was trying to run every day, no matter how far it was. And that was awesome. I was feeling fantastic, but that was like earlier in the spring. Um, And I was just on vacation in Kauai so I did one just kick my ass run and that was it for that week and the week after so like these last two weeks I haven't been running much at all. Um, And so yeah I guess you know trying to log between 20 and 30 miles I think is about Mm -hmm. what I've been averaging and what I think is sustainable at this point we'll see. Bumping up 30, 40, 50 would be awesome, but it just takes so much time, you know, and I think the the patience in the stroller is a limiting factor for me because I'm taking kids with me when I run. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. The the
2: temperature yesterday, actually thinking about all your salt and, and where you said you started cramping, it was hotter than I think people appreciated yesterday. The It was overcast. Mm-hmm and you think okay we got this we got this marine layer we got this fog but when i parked and was getting my stuff out i realized wow this is a lot warmer than uh the clouds are indicating and i i feel fine today there there is uh i was i ran with cross country the cross country team this morning the um the second half of yesterday though i was kind of useless so (laughs) i I ran, I ran hard. I didn't. I say, I mean, I'm trying. I don't know what it would equate to for a. Flat you were, half you were seventh
0: place, John. Uh, I was seventh place. I got, I got. That's, that's seven very people
2: caught up to me and passed me in the latter miles. Those last two miles, especially when the the clouds cleared and the sun came down, those were running around the lake on the pay path. Those were a hard last two miles to try to maintain some kind of pace. Um, I didn't have any water during the race because, of course, I didn't read the race briefing. It was a cupless race. And I was expecting I could at least just take a sip of something at the two aid stations that were there for the half marathon. But no, they had no cups. (laughs) So I had one goo at four miles in. That was all I had. No salt pills. No, I didn't have any water bottle with me. I'm, I'm thinking, like, this is a half marathon. In my brain, I'm equating it like this is a short, short race. And so I had a I had a two goos in my pocket. That's all I carried with me. And the. So you carried
0: goos for half carried, marathon. Interesting.
2: Well, okay. I I had them. I had pockets for them. I didn't want to carry anything in my hands. I didn't want anything. I just wanted to be able to run. at No. What
0: what flavor goos were these? Um,
2: I think salted watermelon.
0: Oh my gosh!
2: Wow. Yeah, it's a, a lot of my goos are salted. I get the salted caramel, salted watermelon. Um, yeah. The, the the salt, though, I think, I, I sweat a lot yesterday, more so than normal. And I was looking at the, the salt streaks on all my clothes. Like, this is actually a lot more salt streaks than maybe even if I go out during an afternoon and stay in the shade. So I think it was hotter, even though there was some fog. It was a high fog. It burned away. and yeah, after the race, I was I was dead like the whole rest of the day. I felt kind of like a zombie, not muscularly, but just I think more like blood chemistry. And I, I attribute that to it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't have any hydration, any salt during the race.
1: I, I had a gnarly end to the day, too. Uh, I All the fun things ended up aligning on that single date and it actually <laughs> it's how it works of you john the first time john and i ever played a gig together he's like oh i'll drive you to the gig it's in the east bay at a brewery and uh he picks me up and he had just completed the uh headlands marathon and got second place showed up schlepped a several hundred pound <laughs> roads drove to the brewery jammed with us for three hours drinking beer and drove home and i'm like who the who is this guy I'm like what's <laughs> And so yesterday it turned out that after all that, um, I had a gig up in Casadero. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so geez. I had to sit in that East Bay waiting for the bridge traffic, pumping my clutch, shower, load up my gear, drive up to Casadero in traffic because there was an accident. Gigged for three hours and then drove home. And I'm like, man, I feel like John Breton right now, <laughs> like doing the the it's ultra the, and then the, gig. the ultra mindset. <laughs> yeah had to problem solve make it work but yeah it was i felt very tired last night there's no doubt
2: (laughs) yeah but at at this at this point in our lives when you do stuff like that you're still thinking man what's my wife thinking about
1: having to put the the kids kids to bed (laughs) uh it's cool on that front she's got she's got me covered i'm doing all kinds of nonsense so (laughs) yeah
0: lots of respect for that that's uh yeah you finish and you're you're usually wiped um but um yeah i hear hear you guys it's like uh (laughs) usually you don't want to do much after a a big effort
1: no i would have liked to chill Uh, the the hard kombucha and meatless hamburger hit just right but i knew i had a lot a lot more
2: (laughs) (laughs) did you did you hang out at the finish for a little while because i when i when i finished i grabbed uh, a sparkling water from one of the tubs but they had very uh large quantities of both sparkling water and beer
1: yeah Uh, and they were getting the
2: barbecue going so there was there was a lot to refuel
1: it was beautiful it was a nice scene nice day like people picnicking like lots of families out i mean it was gorgeous we're gonna go back just to like rent a boat and cruise around i'd never been out there before it's really cool
2: every time i go and do something there i think the only thing i've done there are races um so the skyline 50k starts and finishes there. There's another East Bay race that's I think almost as old. So the Skyline 50K is 40, this is its 40th anniversary. So it's one of the older 50Ks, continuous running 50Ks in the country. Um, There's another race that starts and finishes there. It didn't happen for a few years, but I think it's back on again, the Fire Trails 50. So it starts there at Lake Chabot. And instead of turning around in Oakland, you go all the way to Tilden Park in Berkeley. Wow. So that's the 25 mile mark, and you turn around and come back. All right. And that's uh that that's been a staple of the I'd say the at least the California, but probably like the West Coast Ultra Circuit for a while. The Fire wow. Trails 50 was a big race. And it's it's always amazing me. I've never done the Fire Trails 50, but I did what was called the Golden Hills Trail Marathon where you park at Lake Chabot, they take you on a shuttle to Berkeley, and then you run the 26th, they give you a little extra mile at the beginning, and you run all the way back to Lake Chabot, so you're hitting, effectively, all of those East Bay Regional parks, which are all beautiful. It's a, it's an amazing park network with all these trails, and they all connect. And yeah, you know, the finish, you, you always start these races early in the morning, and every time I've gotten to the finish and I was leaving, it's always a line of cars to get into Lake Chabot. People on the weekends are always going to Lake Chabot, it seems, every time I'm there. It's it's a popular place, especially on a nice day in the middle of summer or good fall or spring weather. And I guess it's, uh, yeah, you get there early and there's nobody there. Um, When I'm leaving, I was like, yeah, I saw the line of cars going up the road. So I wonder, did you see the same thing too? Like it was just packed. Busy, Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Cars parked everywhere, no doubt. Very cool. Definitely be back.
2: That's one right, of the guys. lucky things we got here. She <laughs> can run a trail race everywhere in the Bay Area any weekend. Um, but yeah, on that note. So Andy, oh,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, no worries. Um, yeah. I so I'll I'll, I'll say this for Chris. Like the whole point of this is like kind of a historical document. Um, like. I can see 5, 10, 20 or 30 years from now, um, somebody listening to this and maybe it's our children, maybe it's us, you know, and there's some value there and uh, that's what I think is really cool. And uh, I love running. I love everything about running. Uh, I have great conversations with people and then I have great conversations talking about running after running. Um so totally I want to thank right. thank you for uh, yeah, for being pleasure. here and uh good good job on the 50k. Good job on the uh is it 21k or what was the the k number? Yeah,
2: 21k I guess is a half marathon <laughs> um, We will send this to to Adam, the race director. He's uh, a cool guy, and uh, the band I play with has played uh, for a bunch of his running events actually. So we'll send this his way, and he could he could post it on his website, and people can hear little snippets of the Skyline 50k and
0: now half an marathon. Awesome! I think I want to do this race now.
1: Yeah, it was super fun. Highly recommended. Good times.
0: All right, thanks guys. Cool. Nice All to meet right. you. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye.